Welcome to From the Back Tees, a podcast where we tee it up from the back every week. gentlemen welcome to the from the back tees podcast the podcast that is always from the back tees i'm jerry and with me as always is zp zach pencer and nolan tiger smith and zach we got a guest for everyone this week who is it yeah we got a big guest this week we got corn fairy or web.com as you just mentioned pro taylor moore with us i know he said web.com before so taylor how's it going i didn't mention dick what are you talking about <laughs> what's up guys yeah it's uh it's just a habit you know when i first got out there in uh 17 it's called the web.com and then they pulled the old switcheroo on us in the middle of uh what was that last year i guess so yeah it's still uh taking some adjustment for sure i've actually i've actually adjusted a lot faster than i thought because when i first heard corn fairy i snickered like everyone did but then all of a sudden within a month i'm just like oh that was easy i mean i still have trouble calling it the champions tour and it's like the senior tour to me still it's just like that's what it is it's the senior tour and the not senior tour some people, some people still calling it the nationwide tour too. That's true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Buy.com, Nike. Yeah, I mean, exactly. <laughs> the list goes on. Yeah. It's a revolving door of sponsorships. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Zach's cringing right now because he sees me drinking Mezcal. <laughs> the worst. Uh, well, you, I'm you an, did, it's just I'm an athlete, prefer- guys. I got to drink water still. Hey, there you go. Mr. Moore is a perfect example. The worst of the waters. We're, all, we're always saying golfers have to, like, you know, be more athletic these days, and they have to devote themselves to dieting and the gym 24-7. You can't go out and party as much anymore. So, yeah, it's good to see that Taylor is uh, fits that mold. So, uh, I'll just uh, I'll get the ball rolling just in terms of recording this on a Monday like we always do. It is the 23rd of March. We are balls deep in the corona situation in America. Zach, for instance, Taylor, he's uh, stuck in Florida. He was on vacation or holiday. as I'm not, I'm not stuck in Florida. I've selectively decided to stay here because it's warmer oh, than Oh, no. Hey, listen. listen I was not letting him back in. Zach, that, hold on, Nolan, stop it, Zach. That sounded really defensive. I was, I was saying it more like the plight of like, hey, you're still in Florida. Okay, let me rephrase that. Zach's still in Florida right now, and he's from Canada, and he goes to school in Canada, but he's not in either one of those places now. Right. <laughs> oh, so uh, Taylor, how how are you holding up with this whole situation? Obviously, being an athlete, you you're technically unemployed right now, right? So I mean, how's you and yours? What are you doing to pass the time? Where are you now? Yeah, man, it's uh slightly boring i mean it's uh it's kind of a tough situation i think for everybody so uh just trying to get in a routine and you know stay somewhat sharp um when we get back going on the corn ferry hopefully sooner rather than later but yeah this first kind of weekish uh has been kind of challenging especially since i played well in my last couple of events and uh you know i didn't really think that uh we were going to get you know delayed or canceled especially since they started a players championship and then canceled the tournament that was absurd I don't really think I've seen anything like that in our game so it uh yeah it all happened kind of fast so it seemed like uh you know once the NBA player Rudy Gobert tested positive that was kind of like the the start of all this so but no I'm holding up fine yeah got in a routine now you know just trying to see like I said somewhat sharp you know hopefully uh everybody you guys included you know everybody's staying safe and everybody's healcy and we we can all get through this uh soon 
<coughs> of course. Um, I mean, how, uh, where's your, where are you at right now? Um, where's your family at? Is everyone, because I've heard some states really have like low numbers to no numbers. So, I mean, you could be yeah. free Russian right now. No. <laughs> right. No, I'm in Dallas. Yeah, I live in Dallas. So, uh, I've been here since the later part of 16, so a couple of years now. And, um, yeah, a girlfriend and her family are here. And uh, my parents are just up the road in Oklahoma City. That's where I grew up. And, yeah, they uh, not too many cases up there for them. And, you know, for being a major city in, in the U.S., Dallas is, uh, is holding up all right. So we're doing, doing good so far. Were you a cowboy growing up? Uh, not for football, but for uh, college. No, I was actually a Razorback where I went to school. Oh, so, okay. I yeah. wasn't gonna- out of the next five choices, I was like, "Wow, yeah. I, Mizzou first at least." I mean, come on. <laughs> right, right. No, my uh, so my dad played uh, college baseball there for three years, and my mom was a cheerleader there at Arkansas. So it's kind of the family and the blood growing up, and spent a spent a lot of uh, time in Fayetteville when I was an infant, all the way until I attended school there. So were you yeah, there brother, when Seabass uh, was there? Yeah, yeah. I played played two years with Sebastian, and then I <laughs> had wow. one, had. I had one year with Austin Cook, two years with Sebastian. And uh, who cares about Cook? We uh, Taylor, we got this like kind of weird small knit family here. Where um, we're interviewing uh, C. Bass in a few days. Here, it's going to be the second time we interviewed him on the show. But it's like, oh, thank God you interviewed me first. No, we that? spoke to him already, though. <laughs> oh, you yeah, did? Yeah, oh, we did. Dude. I was just about to say, we got him, one of the, uh, his golfer, and like their wives and girlfriends. And it's like, that's our little cabal right there. And but of course, he of he course Taylor Moore is related to it somehow. Come on. He didn't spill any dirt on you, so you have the upper hand. You can give us all the juicy details on Seabass yeah, before no, he that's, gets you. That's, that, that's shocking he didn't spill anything. That's too funny. But uh, well, we, It was a really good show. We, we, we crammed in a lot of stuff to talk about, and he was uh, – I don't want to say a goofball, but he was fun. He was a, he was a, real, yeah. engaging, he was a real engaging and slash-intriguing guy because it was the first time I got to know him at all, so – I mean, or like it's it's some guys have bios out there on the internet, and some don't. I mean, just yeah. and, uh, and 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 unless you see their name or, on, or see them on a regular basis, it's tough to correspond or know who's who. Yeah, for sure. No, Sebastian's an awesome guy, great personality, uh, a lot of fun off the golf course, and he's got that European flair. You know, he's uh, Danish, so he's got some uh, he's got some interesting things about him that that culture is obviously not like the U.S. or or Canada, so he's a, he's well, an Zach, awesome guy, though. Zach, what did I call him? He sounded like a French cowboy or something. Like there was some kind of like like <laughs> half, half, literally like half his speech was like real like like oh they like it was very like you know like had like some nice like French. See, I'm American, so I only sound one way. I don't have to. I don't, I don't have. You're in and Texas, then, and right then now. He, it, yeah, and then he says y'all, and you're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and he starts he <laughs> starts drawing out some words. Yeah, he starts drawing <laughs> for sure. That's oh, awesome. So, well, so then I was I was gonna say like uh, I forgot since Seabass went there we can hang all the Razorback golf questions Zach because I think we asked him like oh was John Daly the first famous uh, golfer from there or something but I mean right. I don't remember what Seabass's answer was so it might have been that uh, he didn't even mention Taylor pretty rude if you ask me but uh, no but we're we're gonna come in a like dick. a widow maker with a, tor- <laughs> with a torpedo off the side. <laughs> Oh, uh, that's the name of the episode. Uh, Seabass is a dick. 
so Taylor, are you, kind of, are, are you kind of just chilling, relaxing for a little until we hear a little more? Are you trying to stay sharp? Are you like in the gym? Are you like grinding? Or are you just like recreationally playing golf when you feel like it? Or what's? Uh, I had one one day of recreational golf that uh, included a few cocktails, and then today was my first day to touch a club in about six days. So yeah, it took a little break uh, from it, which you know I think is good sometimes for sure. Kind of basically, I think any athlete is treating this as somewhat of a second off season. So took a little bit away from the game and uh, try to get a game plan, you know, for, for when I teed up again, but yeah, staying sharp in the gym, trying to stay moving, keep the body good. So yeah, it's going well. What's your, uh, what's your club head speed on average? I'll Not what you want. What, what is it? <laughs> Honestly, low on twenties. I'm about 20 to 23 guy. Right on. Yeah. Yeah. I can move a little bit for, Smaller guy. I think I think last year I was third or fourth on the corn ferry and driving distance. So. Oh, did that now, considering I've been on the record of saying you take 500 top golfers in the world, just doesn't matter what tours they're on, sink them in a cruise ship accident, the next 500 guys are going to like fill their shoes with the same exact sores. So needless to say, um, wh- where would you say like being third or fourth, uh, was that over 300 yards for that category? Or, I mean, or, or am I thinking of like the wrong category? No, yeah, for average driving distance. Granted, on our, on our tour, it's only – they measure two holes a week or two it, holes a it, day, so it's, it's eight. Do that, yeah. Yeah, so it's only eight tee balls per week. But, yeah, I think it was around 317. Goo! So, oh, oh, oh. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, I always know there's like – it seems to be one or two guys who are like in their own echelon that lead the pack, and then everyone else is on the second – here and then the other team is really tumble after that. So, wow, right. man, you to look up those numbers. Now. What's your secret? Yeah, you look got, them up. What's your secret? You got like the Rory double jointed hip action going on, or what? <laughs> uh, yeah, I got some good hip movement. Uh, you know, honestly, I think just being an athlete growing up, playing a ton of sports. My dad was a baseball coach, and um, you know, playing baseball until I was about 15 years old, and you know, ha- matching hand eye with with lower body movement and I think that's kind of the key. And, you know, when I got into school and college, going into freshman year, I was about 120 pounds soaking wet. So I had nothing on me. And I left school at about 160, 165. So I think just, you know, putting on some weight in college will really help a lot. Oh, shit, yeah. Now, real quick, I meant to ask you this earlier, circling back, circling back your dad. He played college ba- uh, baseball. Did he ever play in the bigs? Or uh, like minor league ball? ball for a little bit, uh, about a year and a half traveling and uh, playing minor league ball. And then I think my, my mother kind of gave him an ultimatum, and he chose my mom, which was a very smart move on his part. So, <laughs> what, what position yeah, was it? Uh, center field. Ooh, you don't hear that yes. very often. I know a lot yeah, of guys who they have relatives or dads or uncles who played minor league ball. And it's always like, it was always pitcher. Like everyone with the exception of uh, uh, Royal Stillwell or no Stillman, he played second base, but everyone's a pitcher. So it's, it's a nice, yeah. it's a, it's very piquant. Thank you, Taylor. Yeah, for sure. No, he's a multi-sport guy too in high school, fast, track, uh, baseball, basketball. So got good genes. <laughs> Absolutely. <clears throat> Fellas, what do you got? Yeah, so I get one thing I'm wondering on the Corn Ferry, you're currently ranked 33rd to the top 25. How much does it play in? Sorry to bring up bad memories, I suppose, or good memories. Yeah, I doing very well. Does, does it like worry you at all that the season's going to get suspended or like until 
or the full season's going to get canceled? And what do you think they're going to do about that? Yeah, I'm not, you know, that's a really good question. I think, you know, we're obviously missing some events now and sitting at 33rd is a pretty good spot to start the year. So if we're able to play any more golf, I, you know, I feel really good about, you know, what's going to happen later, but yeah, it would kind of suck if we, uh, they canceled it and didn't, you know, let us resume or anything, finishing. I think I finished 37th out there in my rookie year and 30th uh, in 18. So, yeah, I've been close a couple times and had, you know, opportunities that I've, that I've learned from and grown from. But, you know, if they cancel the season, I feel like they would almost keep the points where they're at and just kind of start fresh. Like, all right, you've accumulated this amount of points because we've only played six, six events. Like, we can't just strip you of those points you've earned the money you've made. So. I, I would be very interested to see what happened, but um, yeah, hopefully yeah. get back starting soon. I can dig that. Yeah, <clears throat> I guess before before we move on to some other stuff, I forgot. I know you run a golf tournament, a junior golf tournament in Oklahoma, so we should talk about that before. Oh yeah, we move on. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, my you know honestly, my dad and I were sitting in the backyard one night watching some college football uh, in the fall. And we were just like you know, let's do something for the Oklahoma junior golf community that, you know, I grew up in and kind of paved the way for me to, to play golf and baseball at the same time. But then, you know, ultimately shaped me into the golfer. I was going into college and um, we made a couple phone calls and just, you know, tried to figure out a way that I could get involved and, uh, you know, get back to the kids and, and the tour that helped develop me. So uh, we came up with the idea of, of hosting the Oklahoma junior state championship which is the biggest junior golf tournament in Oklahoma and just trying to trying to lure the best players to stay in state and play that tournament and um you know the history of the tournament has a ton of ton of winners going back to you know mid-19 you know 40s 50s that are some pretty incredible names so just trying to keep the best players in state and and have my name attached is is a huge deal for me probably more than people realize and just trying to make sure the kids um, have an incredible week. You know, they, they play a lot of tournaments in Oklahoma that probably don't have ropes and coolers and you know scoreboards and things of that nature. So I really wanted them to, to get a feel of what it's like to play in a, in a pro tournament. So we had ropes up around the putting green and range that said players only and around the first and 10th tee for tee offs. And, you know, we just really try to get them a cool atmosphere and kind of, disassociate themselves from the parents for a little bit because a lot of times I went to junior golf tournament a couple of years ago and I've never been so mad after I mean parents are on the tees with them giving them waters carrying I'm just like this is not how I grew up <laughs> this is everyone wants their kid to like you know be the next Tiger Woods or even half that you know so they can be set for life or whatever I mean <laughs> I get it <laughs> Right, right. So, yeah, like I said, you know, I, I put a little of my own money into it and had a couple of close friends of mine, you know, throw a little money in as well to sponsor and get them some cool tea gifts. And they're getting a, a ping uh, shag bag this year with my logo monogrammed on it. And then they're getting uh, something from Nike Golf as well. So, yeah, just a couple of cool tea gifts to help them stay, you know, like I said, in state plan and just give them a cool atmosphere for three or four days. It's a, it's a cool tournament, 36 hole stroke play. And then, uh, top 16 in each age group uh, in the match play. That's great. Right on. Good. That's really cool. That's really cool, Taylor. Um, yeah, thanks, guys. I got like a general question for you since you've got a lot of experience on the Corn Ferry. Um, so we, we all know that top 25 move on to the PJ Tour. So how, how did – how was your path 
from college golf to the corn fairy tour what what's that transition like do you have to go through did you have to like go through a q school or um do they take a certain amount of like the top college golfers straight in there or how's that work uh yeah so my senior year in college we were trying to figure this out like what's the best opportunity for me to get rolling after the national championship so uh, in between the SEC championship and regionals, I actually went up to Canada and did my tour Q school and gained some status that way as an amateur. And I went – so our national championship was in Eugene, Oregon, at Eugene Country Club, which is a badass track, by the way. I mean, East, East. Watch out yeah. for those greens when they get quick. Oh, man. gosh. Yeah. yeah, I've played there. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, so I went from there straight into uh, my first McKinsey Tour event right after the tournament. Um, we finished 10th in stroke play, just missed match play, and I went straight up to Canada that next week um, in Victoria and started turn pro, started and finished solo second my first event. I'm about to get started there. Finished third on that money list, which got me, um, you know, into the corn period the next year. So, yeah, limited limited start. So I actually went to final stage at Q School. Um, and I finished second there as well and, and got a half season, 12 starts, which is basically half the year. Um, that way, just, just to gain some more status and keep playing golf before, before the corn ferry started back up. But, yeah, that was, that was my path. Right on. Yeah, now I got to ask you the, the question <laughs> we're all waiting for. How do you become a Blue Jays fan? <sighs> my, uh, my roommate in, in college grew up in Toronto, huge Jays guy. Um, my team, the Angels, sucked. So I was like, dude, give me somebody to cheer for, please. Boy. <laughs> if I'm going to bet on these games, I want to win them. So we had Bautista Bomb just crushing, crushing it. And, um, yeah, fell, fell in love with the Jays. And um, it was funny because my dad was actually he, – he was a Reds fan growing up, but he loved the Jays too because um, Joe Carter was an Oklahoma City guy. And he had uh, he grew up playing on the team with Joe Carter, growing like a you know select team or whatever growing up, and yeah, so he kind of cheered for the Jays as well. So it's pretty funny. That's pretty, oh, yeah. pretty cool because I'm from Montreal, and you're a you're a Jays fan, and I ended up becoming an Angels fan just through Vladdy, the original Vladdy, the good oh, one. God, he's a he's the best. He would swing at anything, and I loved it. Yeah, I <laughs> went to one I went to one Angels game in my life. Where he was there, and he hit home run number three ninety nine and four hundred. That was oh, that was a nice incredible fact for you, Zach. I miss Tim Hortons a little bit as well. I'm not gonna lie to you; it's a staple up there, obviously. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> Tim <Cool>. Hortons, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me ask you: since you're a Yank like me and Nolan, and Nolan knows what a Tim Hortons is, I've been to Canada. I've never been to a Tim Hortons yet. Uh, what what is the equivalent in America for Tim Hortons? Is it like a Dunkin' Donuts? It's better or worse? I mean, you tell me. Yeah, yeah. Everybody says either Starbucks or Dunkin'. I mean, yeah, but those are two different things. Still, I, I mean, I feel no, like no, it's not like, like Starbucks because like, we have Starbucks. Dunkin'. Yeah, I know, but like everybody associate Americans like oh, it's a coffee shop, but it's definitely closer to Dunkin' than Donuts. Yeah. Incredible. So, but Starbucks, I like I Dunkin', but way better. better. Yeah, I would I would definitely grade it higher than Dunkin'. The, the food quality is much better. Wait, there's not that. There's not nothing wrong with Dunkin' Donuts. It's just uh, like now Starbucks is starting to offer sandwiches and stuff like that. I mean, they're they're starting right. to like after your five dollar, six dollar coffee, you can buy a meal too. I mean, it's no thank you, Starbucks. Timmy's is starting to make these like high end ones though, trying to compete with Starbucks in some locations, and those are terrible. They don't even, so, yeah. they don't even uh, put cream cheese on your bagel. 
Fuck, look like, what Starbucks is doing. More high end, but less. Terrible. I know. That's funny. Well, less is but, more, Zach, don't you know? Oh, no. Terrible. <laughs> it's funny because we were texting with Zach the other night. I was trying to figure out who his baseball team was. And after, like, me guessing, like, five or six teams, he finally said the Angels. I'm like, oh, well, okay. I didn't see that coming. <laughs> now it's, it's a hard good not- to be an Angels fan, hopefully. Yeah, Joe Madden, manager now. Trout always. So Rendon, yeah, now's their time. Smells like yeah. 80 wins. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Nolan, I'm going to give him a winning season, but I mean, just because that, that, that division is wide open. I, yeah, I just, it is. I get, wait, what are we even talking about, though? We're not going to have a full baseball season for Pete's sake. I mean, true again, 80 wins might be the best in the league at this point. Yeah, <laughs> Nolan, you bite your Nolan T tongue there. So. <clears throat> You got um, me there, Zach. Got me there. Well, real quick, uh, I got something also uh, fun and topical we can talk about here in a second. Um, I'll let you guys uh, – I'll ask the question. We'll tease it. We can all think about our answers here while I throw our plugs in. But uh, TB12 going to Tampa Bay, as we all say, Tampa, or as I called it today, the Bakersfield of Florida. We all know it is true. And you guys – Get ready with your thoughts. We'll start with you, Taylor. And real quick, I want to tell everyone that we're brought to you by Sports Travel Radio Podcast Network. Just go search them and check them out. They got something for everybody. We're also brought to you by Gorse Golf Head Covers. Just go to gorsegolf.com or Gorse Golf in your search bar and use our coupon promo code from the back tees. All one word gets you 10% off just like usual. We love you uh, over at Gorse Golf, uh, Crazy and Christine. And if you have any questions for us, please, again, send them to the podcast email at ftbtpodquestions at gmail.com. And, Taylor, well, who's your football team, first of all, since you're all over the map where you live and who you root for? Cowboys, Dallas. Okay. Yeah. Another 8-8 eight and eight season. Awesome. Ever since I was born, basically. <laughs> and you guys had the huge okay. retirement today. What do you think about that? Oh, dude, it's awful. They're best alignment. Yeah, saw mm-hmm. that this afternoon. So, uh, still got Tony and somebody. The booth, though. <laughs> yeah, He's yeah, wonderful. I don't know. Everyone's think, got Tony in the booth. <laughs> right. I'll be interested to see what happens with us this year. I mean, obviously, new coach McCarthy, you know, had some, had some good years in Green Bay, obviously, with a great quarterback. And, you know, hopefully, he can rub off a little bit of Aaron Rodgers on Dak and, and get us a few more wins and get in the playoffs and see what so, so you sound mighty pessimistic or were you just saying like eight and eight knows the record last year i mean because i feel I was, like that's our record every year well, well you know what I've always perpetually said the nfc east which is an ironically named division because you got a team in texas in there and you got a team from new york in there and then you got uh anyways uh you have these four teams that always finish seven and nine eight and eight or nine and seven every year like and it, that's why i always say it's one of the toughest divisions because it's like well how do you get the, the dodgers used to win the nl west for years just because they were the only they were the team with the best record in the division with 82 wins those were the joe tory years we did that for like five years for pete's sake so anyways uh, well, let me ask you then. Who's going to get more wins this year, uh, this year, Taylor? The Cowboys or the new Tampa Bay Buccaneers with their new quarterback? And I heard they're getting new uniforms. I mean, this is a big deal. Yeah, I saw that as well. Looks like the Rams got a new logo in, in uniform. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of uh, – it's different for sure. But, um, you know, it's a good question. I What did Tampa Bay even go last year with Janice throwing it to the other team every time he dropped back? Were they like 6-10? and 7-9. and nine. Seven, nine, yeah. They were out of it, though, for a while. 
Yeah, I mean, it's hard to go against Brady. They could easily, you know, flip that and go 9-7, and 10-6. And like I said, I, I think we're going to be better. But um, I'll go with Brady. I mean, he's a GOAT, so hard to, hard to go against that. I think we're finally have an answer here, so to speak, in terms of, uh, you know what I'm afraid, fellas? We're going to get our Pacquiao-Mayweather fight where we speculated about it for so long that when it happened, it was so fucking underwhelming that we we probably – it would have been a better what if if we just, like, let it go throughout life who would win, Mayweather-Pacquiao. That would have been a perfect, perfect 50-50 debate. I w- but I won because I picked Mayweather. So, uh, Nolan, what do you think about Tom Brady going to the Buccaneers? When uh, it first came out that he was not going to sign with New England, I, I feel like myself and a lot of other people were like, dude, Tampa Bay just makes so much sense right now. They they need a game manager at quarterback, which TB12 has become. I'm not – I am – he's a – 20 teams out there need a game manager at quarterback right now. Well, that that's neither here here nor there. But anyway – right now? What's that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Taylor. <laughs> well, it's kind of blocked with the angle there. Sorry. <laughs> I was tying my short. Okay, Pete's the wrong. Pete's the wrong. <laughs> They're going to fall off your... while you're sitting down or something? No, no I, was just, I was just listening to you. I'm bored, so I'm just listening. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yes, finally. Uh, anyway, oh, Tampa Bay's got a good defense. They've got two stud receivers. They've got a pretty decent O line. Like it, it made a lot of sense. And they got should have signed Gurley right after. What are they doing? Gurley for a year. Yeah, he went to Denver, right? Or, yeah, he went to Atlanta. Atlanta. Oh, who went to Denver? Uh, uh, Joe Flacco. No, yeah, Gordon. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, Gordon did. That's right. Yeah, when the Chargers used up his good years. <laughs> CML. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's too bad. Uh, Zach, uh, what are your thoughts on uh, old uh, Tom Terrific? Uh, I'm wearing my Patriots hat today. As a you resident know? Saints fan, I hope it goes horribly. I was going to say, <laughs> you're going to be seeing him the most. That's why I saved you to ask third year. You actually are going to be squaring off against them uh, more than once a year. Every that year. will be nice, though, because we've seen a lot of Saints-Tampa games in Tampa, and they tend to be complete blowouts. So now at least uh, it'll be exciting to see Brady. Maybe they'll have one of those, like, 40-year-old versus 40-year-old, like, uh, matches with, like, two boxers have where it's just, like, they give it their all, and they just, like, they both throw for, like, 45,000 <laughs> yeah. yards and, like, 18 touchdowns. I mean. What a crazy oh, division, though. It turned into now it's going to be Breeze, Brady, and you got uh, Gurley going to the Falcons and their backup quarterback, Bridgewater, starting for the Panthers. Oh, is that, that – yeah, that's right. Bridgewater wins. So, so where does uh, – okay, I heard this on um, uh, Dan Patrick this morning uh, out of, like, Cam Newton or um, uh, Jameis Winston. Who would you rather take? And they compared the stats and said Jameis Winston's first five years were very comparable in shittiness to one Peyton Manning's first five years, except the only difference was between the two of them. Peyton played 10 more games, and the numbers kind of reflected that as such. I would take Winston, because I think Winston's still going to be good. He just can't see. Once he figures out that part. That's true. But he was on, if you really look at Tampa's team, even back when Tampa was good, like 15 years ago or decent, they still had a crap team. They just made chicken shit into chicken salad. That's all. True. And this has gotten away from a golf podcast, but who cares? I have a good golf question I'm waiting to ask. Well, somewhat golf and somewhat football. Tee it up. As a Cowboys fan, Romo played in an event. Were you in the field for it? No. Which event? The, the tour event? The Safeway? Or? 
Didn't he play? I thought he played the Veritex Bank Championship. People are screaming at their dashboards and their phones right now. Just <laughs> dozens and dozens of people. Oh, no. Maybe he, he, he was slated to play, but oh, that's that event has been postponed. Yeah. Oh, that's what it was. And he played on the PGA yeah. Tour last year. It wasn't a Corn Ferry event. I remember when he like, yeah, shot think, the bat at the end of round two. Yeah, he played the Safeway, and I think he's played in the Dominican PGA, but – yeah, he's actually remembers at the same club. So um, I haven't played with a, a Monday game with him yet, but a couple other buddies on the Corn Ferry, Will Zalatoris and Davis Riley, they kind of have like a weekly game out there. And he's a good stick, man. He's a good player. He's sharpened up, you know, uh, from what I hear, short game a little bit, but he hits the ball really well. Yes, yeah, you some day tour. Just play him for money all the time. He's got plenty. Yeah. I'm gonna play, that's what I'm going to do during quarantine. That's how I'm going to get some income. I'm just going to play him for like a thousand a day. I like that. <laughs> Yeah, uh, now you so so Taylor, you've obviously seen uh, Tony Romo swing, huh? Yeah, yeah, it's good. Th- oh, okay. I was about to say thoughts, but you said it's good. Okay, I'm done with this subject. Uh, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, it's like I, I played with Steph Curry too, and his swing's better than right. Steph. Like when Steph played that web event, we played practice together and whatnot. But like. Steph is a, Steph. Steph's a little raw with his golf. He's he's not as yeah. He's, he's he's really good, but I mean, I look at I I don't like Romo swing because I'm jealous because I only know how to bring the club back to bubble length. But needless <laughs> to say, I I look at a golfer like John Rom or Tony Romo where they can just stop their hands right there and then just come back through with everything like with such command and power of a normal swing that I'm just like I, it's jealousy, hundred percent jealousy. That's why I make fun of his swing all the time. Yeah, no, you have it right. <laughs> Steph, Steph's game is raw. Romo's is super functional though now for like he's put a lot of work in it the last two or three years since he stopped playing and super functional and he's a big guy so he doesn't really have to you know have a to load into it and and hit it you know that hard all the time but I feel like if they played head to head I'd give Romo probably like minus three fifty probably to start yeah four you're close three fifty that was that was that was off the top I just thought four yeah. Well, I mean, it's Romo. It's funny because I just look at his swing, and he just he looked like it's like Jeff Sluman or something. Where it's just like that's not going to intimidate anybody. But after you like grind your ass off for thirty six holes, and he's got you by eight strokes, it's like, oh, okay, well, I get it. I mean, yeah, his swing. I like it because it looks very steady. It looks like something that can only get better, and something that just can't break down or betray him. I mean, and, and take it from a guy who's just it, I've been playing golf thirty years. I, my swing looks like it could betray me in any second, but I've never trusted it more, and that's why it's doing good. Because I'm like, ah, just go for it. <laughs> Mine always betrays me, but. <laughs> well, Zach, careful! You're trying to become a mini tour star here. That's I mean, true. When, when are we gonna have t-shirts? Oh, is that so? Are we gonna grind it out on the mini tour? No, no, I'm not gonna grind it. Out. I'm like a <laughs> 25 handicap here. Exactly the defense that he got. He got, you didn't even want to play that out, Zach, for fun. There yeah, but you you had me. I was all in. I was, I'm gonna <laughs> play in one though. Zach, did you see him lean closer and everything? Like, oh, you're really gonna do it, huh? Oh, yeah. Hey, he's like, this guy's hunting for my job. No, I'll be out there. No, I was going to come caddy for you because I don't have shit to do for two months. <laughs> well, I don't think any mini tour events are going on. Dude, they had the all-pro tour down here, and they were, like, slated to play up until, like, the day before, and then they wiped it out. I'm like, that's the most mini tour thing I've ever heard. <laughs> oh, yeah, and, like, what, what's-his-nuts told us the other day? Uh, like, a lot of these events are just, like, one day or so. I mean, if they can, like, certain states don't have any certain mandates or whatever, I mean, yeah, yeah go to Idaho. Why not? I'm entering a three-day mini tour event, and I'm hoping to shoot better than plus 100. If I could break Oh, you get that. 
you, Taylor, you have a lot of faith here. I have the strongest mental game. That's we know. That's what that's what started this whole snowball. That, that we don't know. We just assume. <laughs> no, I mean, trust me. So you, I'll, I'll pay. I'll pay half. I'll pay half your entry fee, and if you shoot better than plus hundred, I want my half back. Okay, deal. <laughs> Shouldn't be a great Wait a second. So you just got there stuck extra and like not have to pay him back. <laughs> Whatever. If we lose, we get good content anyway. Content factory. Oh, good grief. Uh, <laughs> uh, do we have any more golf-related questions before we go off the rails with some uh, uh, topical, polit- uh, not, uh, topical political questions? No, uh, popular culture instead. Uh, Taylor, no, Taylor, no. I gotta admit, I, I, I'm sorry. I, I, I tried to do my research on Taylor, and there wasn't that much of it, or at least, I mean, I'm mostly on Twitter. And if you don't have a Twitter account, then well, <laughs> sorry. Right. But, uh, but I mean, uh, Zach Nolan, you guys got anything else you want to ask him golf related? At least, I just uh, want to make sure we anything golf related. No, I do have to ask. So I had a content idea of wearing a hazmat suit on the course in Florida. <laughs> Said course got closed, and I was pressured into not doing it because my family thinks I'm going to get shot. Do you think I would have got shot? Jesus, get shot. Mm, I, no, I don't think you would have got Look, shot. I know you're in Florida right now and it's lawless, but I mean, you're not going to get shot. Well, if you mind, if anything. You're going to get shot by a bunch of camera phones. Well, I needed someone to film me and, and no one agreed. Have your little sister run out there. It's true. Yeah, have her stand right next to you. You'll be fine. That might make him more likely I get shot. <laughs> no, it would make it 100 percent less. Are you? My God, what do you Canadians think of us Americans? She's like a Gen. She's a Gen Zer. She probably knows how to work a camera phone already. True, she does. <laughs> there you go. Well, what if she had a sandwich board? I don't know. I got. <laughs> oh I'm, I'm just. I'm embarrassed that you're just like. Oh no, A'll get me shot. B'll get me shot. C'll get me shot. It's just like who's like. I, I've never been a. We're running out of stuff to talk about in this quarantine. Fair. No, I get that. <laughs> I, have a, I have a question for you. Do you think the Masters gets postponed or canceled altogether? Uh, I think postponed. I I hope postponed. Honestly, I want to see the Masters. So they should. Um, li- they should literally. Like, I don't even care if the entire tour gets canceled. Just, <laughs> just the as long as they bring back and they just play one tournament and it's the Masters, then we're all good. That would just play amazing. the four four majors and the tour championship and just call it a season. Agreed. All right, guys, 2020, that was fun. And like yeah. one <laughs> random event, like the CJ Cup. <laughs> John Deere Classic. Yeah, oh, exactly. <laughs> the FedEx St. Jude. Right. Um, that's the... That's really too bad because, um, honestly, the um, I, I was still nobody's really brought it up yet. The whole postponing the Masters thing to a different time of year in terms of how physically and logistically that doesn't work uh, because of like the climate and the calendar. Uh, however, I really, if we're, I, I've seen enough publications talking about how we can uh, essentially keep ourselves clean and ourselves while golfing so why aren't we kicking professional golf back up i mean maybe like maybe with a limited like media exposure i mean i know there's a lot of workers a lot of volunteers that go into it but maybe just maybe if you treat it like a u.s open qualifier or something at the lowest level I agree. and you have it's like the so most easy. minimum personnel there isn't it going back to the roots of golf i mean th- these guys yeah. obviously that's the whole point of people a lot of people out there don't realize they trade they exchange scorecards they keep each other's score so it's like okay boom right just, there you have a big just, part of the cover. 
Yeah, just go no fans to start out, you know, let this thing go 10 or 14 days and then start back up and go no fans. Then have one volunteer in each group for live scoring. No shaking hands with the volunteers. Like, obviously, you don't, players. You don't need as many volunteers if you don't have as many people there, obviously, as, uh, as attendees. And, hey, maybe we won't have grandstands for once. Maybe we'll see professional golf be played on courses that don't have grandstands for crying yeah. out loud. Or crowds, or crowds to affect bad shots. That was what I was so interested in seeing in the players was the shots on TV they caught with no fans that would have actually ended up in terrible spots that sometimes hit, you know, a fan or grandson yes. to kick back. Or like into, to play. Yeah, yeah that, that, that becomes playable and they can make something out of it. I think it would have been, especially at that tournament on such an elite golf course, I think it would have been, been cool to see. Speaking of golf courses, I don't, I don't really have any um, knowledge of what kind of courses you guys play out in the Corn Ferry Tour. What, what are some of your, your most favorite ones that you guys can play? Yeah, we play a good mix of, um, you know, some really tough golf courses and some kind of like small town country club style courses. I would say that are that are a lot of fun that um, we could score on. We can take it, you know, deep, especially in the summer when they have to keep some of the greens soft and stuff like that. But I'd say my favorite course we go to is uh, Victoria National in Indiana. Just a hard golf course, long rough, fast greens. Um, I feel like they could have a PGA Championship out there at any any moment. So it's I like the uh, aim for a tournament, Victoria National in Indiana, because Victoria, that there's not really any towns in America. I can think more international towns called Victoria. Number two, the Victorian era. America didn't exist. And uh, number three, there ain't nothing national about those the other two things that that's why it's <laughs> right, right, right. No, but the golf course is exceptional. Pumpkin Ridge is also one of my favorites, um, especially in the year there. A lot of a lot of drama in those last few holes, and though I think number three out there is probably one of my favorite golf holes I've ever played. Just a tough par four, up the hill, dog leg right. It's just an awesome golf hole. And then um, there's an awesome course in Omaha we play. It's a public track there, and. Um, Indian Creek, I believe is the name, Indian Creek or Indian Springs, but it's uh, it's just an awesome golf course, great layout, tough par fours. Um, so, yeah, I would say those three are probably my favorite that, that we play out there. Right on. Have you ever made it out to Abandoned Dunes at all, Taylor? I have not. No, I've only played Pumpkin and Eugene, so I need to get out there and, and see what that's all say, about. I've heard just knocked off two of the three big pins that are worth seeing in the state. I mean, in no particular order. So, I, I mean, and I know why you're at the other venues, but we have some collegiate events come through Bannon Dunes. I mean, nothing from your um, conference, uh, uh, obviously. But uh, regardless, it's uh, you, you, when it comes to college golf, there's no reason not to see people play certain places. So, and uh, Plus, I like bouncing that off of uh, golfers of all levels, uh, both age and talent, just to see what their first uh, like thing that they say is. So, um, who, who are we talking to, Zach, where somebody said, uh, like, there's two things, like, Tiger Woods and Bannon Dunes. Like, those are the two universal things uh, known Chris, in golf. Chris Tedesco, I think. Oh, no, it was Chris. Okay, well, thank God it was you, Tedesco. I was about to say, was that Peter Costas or Arjun Atwal? Like, oh, these are our high school <laughs> interviews we've had lately. It's like, no, nah, it's Tedesco. It's just Tedesco. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there's hey, a lot of good. Tedesco's getting a lot of traffic on this show right now. Shout out, Chris. <laughs> yeah. Jerry, there's a lot of good Central Oregon golf. I don't know if you've played many of those i love i i love central oregon golf i don't know well, what's your what do you like in central oregon 
Brasada. Have you ever played? Oh, I don't hear too many people say that one. That's a pretty good one. That's one of my favorite courses by far. Here in um um there's like um Crosswater, Pronghorn. Yeah. I haven't played Pronghorn. I do have a friend who's hopefully if all this stuff dies down, I'm gonna be doing a Pronghorn Sylvie's Ranch trip, which is gonna be really cool. To all you folks out there, Sylvie's Ranch is an amazing dude ranch that has also that golf course with the goat caddies. Which Zach, yeah. if I get out there with a goat caddy, uh, Taylor, I'm a caddy at Bannadoon. Sorry, that, that's my uh, primary income. Uh, but Zach, I will, I will totally focus on me and the golf, doing like viral video content every single. What is a goat video. caddy? It's exactly. Uh, what it sounds hold on, like. hold on. It's like no, no, nobody say anything because I, I don't know how to explain it. Nolan, in any fewer words. <laughs> that's a goat. That's a caddy. Yeah. It's literally a, a goat, like. <laughs> And it's got like a little like service dog bib on it that you put like four clubs on each side and has pockets you put your balls in and he's got your golf balls. Ball. <laughs> uh, thank you. <laughs> Jinx, buy me some Coke. Anyways, and then he's got like a little chain and a stake and everywhere you go, when you're about to hit your shot, you just stake him into the ground and he just sits there like a little two foot tall dumbass just looking around or eating the ground or whatever. <laughs> what then is this? I have it's to called, see it's this. Called, Please go. It's, yeah. called Sylvie, it's called Sylvie's Ranch. It's, they got... They got like a handful of golf courses there that are all like, I don't want to say gimmicky, but one's seven really hard par fours and it's called the gauntlet. Uh, there's the one that has the goat caddies. And then there's another one that has, it might be the same one that has like shared and reversible greens to the point where they said you could play the course 120 different ways. So like really the course only has like three routings that they use. Each. I mean, it's, it's a bananas place and it's not even about the golf. It's about like hunting, shooting, just outdoorsing, stuff like that. So yeah, I mean, golf seems like an extra thing there, but uh, sorry, off track. Uh, Pronghorn, I have some friends that work there, and I guess they're about to go full private. This is their last summer that they're going to be semi-private, so we'll try to get out there. Um, what is the David McClay course that's out there now? Uh, it's got, like, the Indian sounding name. Um, is that by Canada or something? No, wait. Tethero. Tethero. Oh, te yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I haven't got to play Tethero, but I know that's a good one. That's a tough one, too, is what I hear. Really tough. Well, you're at you're at four thousand, five thousand feet elevation out there almost, so that does factor in a little bit. But like I say, with elevation golf, they do not make the greens any bigger, which is really like makes it the hardest part. I mean, golf courses are acreage expensive, as I said. So, anywho, well, listen, uh, you guys got anything else for Taylor uh, before we give him the Canadian uh, I get, uh, alley here? I got one thing I got to bug him about a little bit. So we're we we touched on the NBA a tiny bit with Rudy Gobert. I hear you are. An Oklahoma City fan? Yeah, yeah, big Thunder fan. They came to uh, high school, so. You killed the zombies, Sonic! The Sonic's gone. They're gone. They're all dead. I they're know. Dead. One, of my, one of my best friends grew up in Seattle, and Ooh. I've actually converted him into a Thunder fan. He was Ooh. a huge Westbrook fan. I'm like, how can you not? He's like, I just root for Westbrook. I'm like, no, you root for Thunder League. There's no, around, wow. there's no way around that, so. That's like Michael Scott's little snip, snap, snip, snap, snip, snap, reverse, 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 vasectomy. Yeah, exactly. Possible to, I didn't know that was possible <laughs> to take a Sonics fan and make them essentially a fan of the team that was literally ripped from their fingers, records, name, everything. If Seattle ever gets a team again, it's not allowed to spell S-O-N-I-C-S. It's just, it, it, oh, wow. Right. There's a couple good documentaries out there, folks. Watch it. You might, unless you're a Thunder fan an Oklahoma City Thunder fan outright, you'll probably shed a few tears. Like, I know a lot of my Blazer friends are like, they can't watch it. They're like, it's the worst thing I've ever seen. I'm like, it's not even your team. It's, it's how bad it is. 
Yeah, I've never met a single Sonics fan that is not pissed off at the Oklahoma City. Yeah, right I can't. I can't imagine that whole that whole deal is wild for sure. But well, yeah, they're fun to watch for a long time. Everything's just business and timing. I mean, that's that's kind of like end timing and business. So, uh, Zach, do you uh, got anything? Lest we go, uh, we have, explain the Canadian trivia. I have some good Canadian trivia. So we're gonna have to we're gonna have to save some questions for next time, Taylor, because. Uh, we're going to see how you do on Canadian trivia to really see uh, how you are. I can go ahead and answer that. So <laughs> your, your former college teammate, Sebastian, one of the only people to go 1-0. Oh. We'll see how he does. Next week, when we speak to him, I'm going to make it brutally hard to make sure he gets it wrong. Though. Didn't, didn't MF and Peter Costas go 1-0? But yeah, he's the yeah, only he other guest to go 1-0. I have zero percent chance of getting this right, but no, I like I like you guys' chances. This one's a good one. Golf, Zach and golf. Quote Tom Kite. You know, Homer. The traditional way to cheat in golf is lower your score. <laughs> Zach, do you have Zach? Do you have the current Jerry V. Dolan standing? Yeah, I do. Okay. Yeah, so. of course he does. He has it every week. What do you? And he always yeah. mentions it. What are you doing? What are you? Doing? I have a great <laughs> spreadsheet here. Jerry seven and six. Nolan oh, just right. behind him at like six and six. All right. So a win here, Nolan like, and Jerry getting it wrong. I was 7-1 a month ago. Yeah, <laughs> pathetic. Okay, uh, it's multiple choice, though, so you have a 1-4 in four chance. This might be very easy. I feel like this will be easy for Jerry because he's good with pop culture stuff. Uh, yeah, I also, I'm also good with geography, and I blew chunks on two of the last Canadian – never mind, cool. sorry. Okay, the question is, which of these people are not Canadian? Is it A – the weekend, B. Pamela Anderson, C. William Shatner, and D. Lisa Ann. I have you say no idea not? who C is. You don't Wait, know who on. William. Who's, who's not Canadian? If you don't know who Lisa Ann is, you just need to give it a quick Google search. Who the fuck's uh, the weekend? Who's the singer? The singer. I know Pamela. The can I can I say something? Can I <laughs> yeah, say Taylor knows two of them. <laughs> I know who Pamela Anderson is, and I know that she is not the correct answer for a trivia question. Well, he, I, hey, I knew that too, Taylor. But careful, we don't know if Nolan did or not. <laughs> That's all right. No, okay, it's not one in three now. William Shatner is the actor from Star Trek. Never Wait, who seen didn't Star know that? Trek. Oh, Taylor. <laughs> I've never seen Star Trek, Star Wars. Hey, and Bobby. Lisa Ann is a very well-known actress who plays many roles, including yes, doctor, nurse. I'm sure she does. Yeah. <laughs> Nolan has no idea who she is. Wait, are you talking about the porn star? <laughs> Nolan's refusing <laughs> to acknowledge it. Are you seriously talking about Lisa Ann, the porn star? Yeah, that's who it is. That's who's answer D. <laughs> Why do I know that? <laughs> that's incredible. That is... Obscure. I have a problem. Oh my Are you guys going to answer the question? <laughs> I have an answer. I'm Probably not. Oh, yeah. When do you want us to? Okay. We're going to go. Hmm. Nolan, you go first. I'm just randomly choosing who goes first. Um, Lisa. Oh, you're guessing Lisa Ann's not Canadian. Okay. What? Jerry? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I learned a lot today. Uh, I hope I'm right because that means, hey, Lisa Ann is Canadian. I say it's Bill Shatner. Okay, and Taylor? I was going to go with C as well, but I'm going to go with A, The weekend. 
The weekend from Toronto. Oh, gotcha. I knew that one. That's the only one I knew for sure. <laughs> William gotcha. Shatner. Did you know Pamela Anderson, Nolan? I, William I, Shatner. Young, young from religion. near me. Never mind. Jerry, you got that wrong. William Shatner's from near me. Ooh. Oh, we're, 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 near me, Canada. What's that? <laughs> yeah. uh, what's the population? He's from near me. Where the hell is Lisa Ann from? The correct answer was Lisa Ann. Ah! Where she's from. But I thought if I went with an obscure person, you guys would be like, she has to be Canadian. Otherwise, you wouldn't have brought it up. Yeah, right. I saw right through it. I was pretending like, oh, Lisa Ann, sure. Then I started thinking when, you, when Zach said, oh, she's played lots of roles, like doctor, nurse. I'm like, oh, you mean that, Lisa Ann? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's See? like all old and shit. I just want, the saddest part of all of this is that Nolan has surpassed you in the standings. Boom. God bless America. Just waving by, waving by as I pass you on that interstate. Taylor, also, I expected I more to you. You're a young guy. You probably should have known. But I Yeah. I just don't listen to, like, that that kind of music. I mean, some of it, but, yeah, I should have. A little context clue with The weekend. Just forgot that one. Oh, The weekend's Canadian. I don't know much Pam Anderson music or William Shatner music either. <laughs> <laughs> or at least Anderson, I had no idea was Canadian. That was thanks to Google. That was the one I knew right away. I mean, that was, for some reason, I just knew that Broad was a Canadian. I don't know. Okay, well, impressive performance all around. That was that was grand. That was grand. Uh, Taylor, do you have uh, well? Uh, do you have anything you want to plug uh, one last time? Like you got an Instagram account or um, uh, Twitter uh, or talk about that uh, the junior golf program again? Like, where can people uh, find it? Yeah, they can. Uh, there's a link on my Instagram page, I think in the bio at Timor WPS. That's both my Instagram and Twitter. So, y'all want to go and uh, click that link and check it out. I think Local in the Golf Magazine uh, just did a little article about it last year that, that's still up. So, yeah, that'd be awesome. Cool. Uh, Nolan, Zach, uh, anything you guys want to share with the class before we adjourn? Um, no, just Taylor has a great Twitter handle, how you got the TM after it. Very, very creative. Yes, I was. Uh, that, I actually did that in college. I got pretty lucky with that. Um, had a classmate that uh, that told me about that. So this is you. another porn Thanks joke. Thanks for noticing. Back. No, it's not. Here, look. I'll show you. It's the the trademark. Right. Slick, nice. The check mark and everything. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks so much, Taylor. Oh. Yeah, on. Taylor. Thank you. Thanks, Taylor. No, th yeah, no, thank you guys. I appreciate it a lot. And uh, give Seabass a bunch of shit for me when you guys have them on. Oh, we will. We will. We're going to get some good intel from you after this. And yeah. yeah on him next absolutely. Time. And uh, I hope you guys can make it out to an event or two this year once we get back going. And yeah, we'd love sure. to meet all you guys. And yeah, whatever y'all need, don't be afraid to, to text or call. So. For sure. Absolutely. Well, we appreciate it, Taylor. And obviously, for the better part of all of us and this, uh, the community that is the world, we hope to see you back at work sooner rather than later, just for sake of God. It's only been 10 days with no live sports. It's, uh, it feels like forever. But anyways, that was the From the Back Tees podcast. I am Jerry Lou. You can find me at Jerry Lou Looper on Twitter or trying to work at Band and Dunes. Howie, I'm really, really sorry I didn't get you on the Costas interview. Shout out. Thank you for listening to From the Back Tees. Oh, toward the hole, and it's in with Bernie. We 
hope you enjoyed today's show. For more information and updates, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at From the Back Tees. I'm going to enjoy it for the rest of my life. See you next week. Be the ball, man.